Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Feedback is the most valuable thing for companies and startups while they're, you know, improving their product. And if you just hate your passwords, hate your keys, and just want to vent and like talk to someone, just that also would help me. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I am Mike Veldhuis, business owner of the Dutch IT company Nalta and podcaster from the Netherlands. I just love the Women in Tech podcast by the talented Esprit Devora. It's made with passion and creativity. It gives insight into the world of inspirational women from all around the globe. But most of all, it's fun to listen to. Esprit Devora truly is the girl who gets it done. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. Today's personal spot is about how I just did five podcast interviews back to back. And I don't know how I do it. My introduction for the podcast, I channel in, like I loved wrestling growing up. So I channel in wrestling and I combine it with like Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, you know, with the ribbons on his mic and how he goes all crazy. So I like combine it with that. I channel that energy. I stand up when I podcast and I just like do the thing. But man, am I wiped out. It is just past like 620 in the evening and I am about to go to sleep. I am just so like I can't even believe I made it through the day. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Women in Tech podcast featuring women in tech all around the world. So excited for our next guest from Santa Barbara. Hello, Rita. Hi. Hello. Hi. Love the energy here today. Oh, thank you. So excited to have you on the show to kick things off. Tell uh, a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sweet. Yeah. My name is Rita, Rita Munir. I am uh, one of the co-founders of Authenticate and I'm also the chief operating officer Yeah, we're based in Santa Barbara and we're a cybersecurity company getting rid of passwords, keys, and all the annoying security solutions that you've ever had to use in the past. And what inspired you to create the company? The idea actually was my co-founder Chad's idea. So he was working on this 
So he's, he's been a professional hacker um, for, for years, and he worked for the government while he was at MIT Lincoln Laboratory, just breaking the world's most secure um, systems. And that's when he realized that there is something wrong that we're doing, which is we just keep giving more solutions. So here's a new security product. It's going to make you more secure. And we just keep getting giving people a bunch of products that at the end of the day, make it worse instead of making the company better or making us more secure. So he just realized maybe if we have one device for all your security needs, that might solve all of your security problems. So the idea of single device authentication came to life, which is uh, the technology we're using today. And it was never a company or never a commercialized idea until I joined and my co-founder Evan joined. So the three of us, uh, we, we all decided when we're still in college at UCSB, we just decided like, hey, let's make this real. And yeah, so we entered this new venture competition as students and, you know, came out great. We ended up getting first place and people choice award. And that's when we're like, yeah, we're like, maybe we should make this real. If, if we did great in this competition, maybe we should pursue this further. And yeah, the rest is history. They, uh, we all graduated from college and started working on this full time and hired some folks and the technology just been you know, it's we just keep ignore um, not we just keep you know uh, reiterating and uh, making things better and better, improving every day. And when when we see what we had when during that competition, what we have today is just so different. It's 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 amazing to see the progress and where we were and where we are today. So it's it's been a fun journey so far. So did you all meet at UC Santa Barbara, or where did you all meet? Yes. So uh, we all met at UCSB here in Santa Barbara. So my Chad and Evan knew each other before and they tried to do the new venture competition a year before I met them. And, uh, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't get into the finals or anything. So they decided to go again. And that during that year, I was, I, I didn't hear about the competition before. So I was very late to the party and didn't know what was going on. So I just, I didn't have a team or anything. So I just had my resume uploaded on this, you know, on this platform they used to form teams and Chad reached out to me. He was like, Hey, we need you on the team. Like, can you, can you join? And I was like, Oh, this sounds all amazing. And, um, yeah, it was, it, it was literally from seeing my resume on the platform, emailing me. And then we met and it's been a great journey. Yeah. It's, it was super fun. Yeah. What would you say is like a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome? And how did you overcome that? Is this your first company? Yes. Yeah, so it is my first like like real company because I've always, you know, before this, I was always like, you know, starting things. And so I'm originally from Morocco and came here for college. And one of the first startups that I started was uh, how to help, you know, high school students come to college here in the U.S., because I like it's really hard in Morocco. We don't we don't know much about American colleges. So that was I would say that was my first one. And then from there, I was just always super involved with startup weekends, which I'm sure you've heard of them. You are supposed to build a company in 56 hours. So over the weekend, you build a little startup. So I've always done those. I organized some of those. So I was always, you know, really involved with um, startup world and entrepreneurship world. This was definitely like the first and longest and yeah, hopefully most successful one. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you say is a huge obstacle you've successfully overcome so far? So my background is not in security at all. I studied math and statistics in college, so nothing to do with security. 
I think the biggest obstacle was to actually understand the world of security. And when you're, you know, and I do a lot of sales and try to go and talk to people. So when you do these talks, you're, you're, you definitely need to know what you're talking about. You, you can't just be like bullshitting people. They, you, you can't do that. You definitely have to be, to know what you're talking about, educate yourself, like do a lot of research. So during the first year, I think that was the hardest part. Like just like I had some calls that I literally didn't know what to respond to any question. So for me, that was the hardest part. So like going back and asking my co-founders like, hey, I get asked about this and this and that. Like, can you tell me more? Can you like walk me through the whole like architecture? Like, how do we do things? And, and you know, just doing my own research every time because it's an already complicated enough industry so not coming from it is is another obstacle so but but it was fun now like comparing where i started compared to now i'm like wow like it's it's definitely i definitely came a long way from from the first years yeah and i'm curious with your venture competition i mean so many people want to join competitions and they feel a bit intimidated what do you think was your secret sauce in winning that competition yeah that's a great question i think for us as a team it was having an MVP that we like a minimal viable product. We had an MVP that was good enough for the competition, but we also used that to go talk to people and get, you know, try to do a, a little product market fit for, for the competition. And that actually helped us because one of the conversations from the new venture competition and like trying to, you know, do interviews for our product market fit ended up being a beta tester that we've been, you know, working with for the past few years. And every time we have a new product, we go and install to them. That ended up, and they're ready to become a paying customer very soon. So, you know, that was great. It started just as an interview for a competition that then became a long-term partnership. How many years has it been now that you guys have been live? So the competition was in 2019. We met in like December 2018. So I would say January 2019. But during that time, we were, you know, it was our last year in college. So Chad was finishing up. Chad and Evan graduated a year after me with like their master's and PhD. So I'd say July 2020 is our like official birthday, even though we already hadn't like we were already incorporated and everything by that time. But that's when we like that's when I had to quit my job to go join my co-founders who graduated to hire people, raise money. So I would say July 2020 is the birthday. And where are you guys today? And where do you dream of being a year from now as a company? Yeah, so today, we have some paying customers in town. So we we try to handpick our customers and only have people in town. Uh, and that's because it's a security product, you definitely don't want to, you don't want to run before you could walk. So we, we were making sure that we can support our customers, and they're trusting us with their security. So we want to make sure we can we can deliver. So today we have a uh, sales ready product. So we're we're selling our product. We're confident to sell the product to not non-friendly customers. So people we don't really know and just like, yeah, we're so we're in that stage. And because because our product has a hardware part and a software part, so today we're able to offer the passwordless uh, authentication solution, which means not only you can get into your office without your keys, but only using your phone, but now we can also and lock your computer with your phone. So that's that's the cool part. And that's the the newly you know released uh, part of our product. So that's where we are today. In a year, we'd like to see our customers using the full suite of our product. So 
you know, get into the office with phone in the pocket, no keys, no smart cards, sit on their desk without typing any passwords or just phone speaks to computer and, and locks everything, but also use it for their SSH keys management and all that. So having our customers use the full the full suite of products. And since it is a security company, like what if we lose our phone or our phone gets stolen? How does it work on that side? Yeah, that's a great question. So because we're cloud-based, obviously, once you lose your phone or it gets stolen, you just have to notify your admin and they will just, you know, either suspend the phone or just delete it, remove it completely and, and give you access with your new phone, which is much more secure than if you lose a smart card. So first of all, one of our one of our clients pointed this out is uh, when their employees leave, like when they lose their badges on Friday, they don't realize until Monday. Just because, you know, no one cares about a smart card. You just use it for work. So if over the weekend, you, you don't have it. No one cares. But if you lose your phone within two minutes, you'd already be panicking. So that's the good part of it. Like first, once you lose it, you're automatically like freaking out and you can just tell your uh, admin they will remove it or suspend it, which is, you know, more secure than uh, traditional solutions. And what if you don't have your phone with you? What do you do in that case? Well, you can ask your admin for temporary access uh, or like they, I mean, we're also backward compatible. So for example, if your company already had uh, one of the legacy systems, you can always use that uh, in parallel to our solution. But you know what? Surprisingly enough, everyone has their phones all the time. You know, it's it's no, it's, it's not surprising. I've it's been without wallets, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've been without wallets for like weeks and I can just use Apple Pay everywhere. But without my phone, I, I don't think I can ever be without my phone. Like I've I've gone weeks without credit card because you know they had had an issue with the bank and I literally had to go 10 days without any any form of card payments or cash. I just use my Apple Pay anyway, uh, everywhere. So phones seem to be doing the job. So this is really B2B business to business. This isn't for end consumer like sites like 1Password, which is your everyday computer user. This is really for companies to have a more secure company. Correct. Yes. And and there are some companies using 1Passwords and password management. So th- there is like some of those uh, solutions that were meant for consumer are being used by, by companies just because there's no other alternative. So yeah, there, uh, it's unfortunately not uh, the most secure solutions, but we're definitely going to help these companies uh, solve all, all these problems because even using a password manager is not the safest way because that's just stored somewhere, which is still very uh, vulnerable to like hackers. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of companies are going passwordless today, which just means it's, it is the right solution. Don't tell me that. I use a password manager. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being I mean, all secure over here. You're doing great. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you're already doing, it's already one step ahead of using, you know, your first name as a password and reusing that everywhere. So, hey, everyone to each their own pace. And yeah, you're doing great. It's already a great, great, great step. <laughs> well, we got to get you using authenticate in the future. A hundred percent. I like how I'm only one step up from like a name reusing your first name. Like I'm only one step up from that. That's not saying much. But it's still, it's still better than a lot of people. Like you're, you're still doing great. We'll, we're just going to get you using authenticate soon and, and you'll be doing perfect. 
how can people reach out to Authenticate? How can they find out more? Yeah, so they can reach out to me directly, Rita at Authenticate.com, or they can just go on our website, Authenticate.com. Or, um, you know, we're also available on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Um, yeah, we're on every platform. A-L-L-T-H-E-N-T-I-C-A-T-E. It's like authenticate, but with double L's. It's a pun. It's supposed to like authenticate it all. Authenticate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I a lot of that. people type in authenticate.com, but <laughs> it's with two L's. A-L-L. All. <laughs> <laughs> and how can people connect with you? Rita, R-I-T-A, Munir, M-O-U-N-I-R on either LinkedIn or, um, you know, most of the social social platforms or just my email is Rita, R-I-T-A, at authenticate.com. Perfect. Rita, a couple last questions. One, what is a book that you recommend we all check out? Okay, okay. First of all, I really like Atomic Habits. Mm, James Clear. Amazing. I really like that book for personal and, you know, you can apply it to anything. For business, I, I really like the No Rules Rules. Uh, it's by the CEO of Netflix. It's about like cultural, uh, you know, just um, creating a, a, a culture, like a company culture. So just seeing how Netflix has a very fascinating, you know, company culture. So I'm kind of, uh, I really like it. Yeah, I think... Uh, another one that I really liked, I read uh, a few times, is Obviously Awesome. That one is more for like, you know, positioning your brand and uh, what does your company do? Because for us, for example, we're like every every person has a different, like they think we're okay because we do so, like different things. So like what what do our customers think we do? So that book kind of helped us. It's like, so if, if you have a company that does more than one thing, I think that books will help you formulate and um, help with Brandon. So that's obviously awesome by April Denford. I have it on my desk. Awesome. <laughs> obviously awesome. <laughs> and what's a piece of advice that has really stuck with you that has helped you advance in your career? Yeah, a really good piece of advice that stuck with me. Okay, I think, oh, okay, an advice that I got is always be networking. So your network is super important. That's an advice I hear a lot within, you know, successful founders that I try to meet with and and like CEOs of pretty large companies, they always say always, you know, build your network. It's always super important. But my kind of my own interpretation of that one is try to be in as many places as you can, which means, I mean, it's kind of hard now with COVID, but when everything was in person. There were a lot of events, like sometimes they're in the same day and people get tired and, and all that. So I think it's really important to try to go to as many events as possible because that's where you meet people. So even if you're like, okay, I'm really tired. I don't want to go to this and that. Sometimes there is there is a value where you expected the least. So even sometimes I'm really tired and don't want to go, but I even try to force myself. I'm like, okay, maybe something great is going to come out of it. I'll just try to go for 30 minutes. And most, most of the time you meet some really, really interesting, cool people that will help you in the future with, you know, because you met them. So some people have, have great impact on you. So there's always some kind of good thing to go into these events. I think that's lovely. And your favorite software or mobile app, something you can't live without? All right. This one is pretty obvious. Slack. Everyone uses Slack. 
Slack. It's amazing. Uh, they keep doing new things every time, new features every time. But uh, we internally here at Authenticate really like Notion. So I have to say that too. Notion is pretty cool. But Slack is an obvious one. Can't live without it. Now, I like that now you can add people outside of your organization. So that's pretty cool. Like when, when you're just, you know, working with someone for a temporary time, you can just add them in there and mix. It's just a thousand times better than emails, you know. Things like is amazing. But Notion is really great tool. Super clean. Makes me happy to use. So yeah, really like Slack, uh, Notion and Slack. What's one thing, if we could all rally together to support you being a founder, what's one thing we could do to help champion your, you and your company? Oh, um, what's one thing? I think is or it's many gonna things. Be I'm using, down for you using, to say many things. <laughs> or many things. <laughs> yeah, there's like at least 500 things. <laughs> it's not released yet, but it's going to be released soon where everyone can just go in and uh, use Authenticate to replace their passwords. So hopefully once that's out, we're just going to release it for free to everybody. And the one thing you can help me and help us with is feedback. So tell us how you like it, what you would like to see. And, you know, feedback is, I think feedback is the most valuable thing for companies and startups while they're, you know, improving their product. And if you just hate your passwords, hate your keys and just want to vent and like talk to someone, just that also would help me because I want to hear about your experiences. What do you use at work and hate? What's your worst experience with password? Just reach out to me and I would love to like chat with you and, you know, I'll, I'll let you vent as much as you want. So that would help. That would be super helpful. Awesome. Was there anything else you wanted to share that you haven't shared? No, not really. Just want to say thank you for, for, you know, for this amazing podcast and, you know, keeping everyone updated on, on the newest tech in LA and a little bit outside of LA, like Santa Barbara. So yeah, I really appreciate this. And thank you for your energy all the time. You got it. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast to connect and collaborate with more amazing women in tech around the world. Remember to go to the Women in Tech community at Women in Tech vip.com that's women in tech vip.com say hello on social at women in tech show on twitter on instagram on facebook i will see you talk to you all the things in the next episode bye bye hi everyone my name is rita munir i am the co-founder and chief operating officer of authenticate and we're a cybersecurity company replacing keys passwords all the annoying security products with a very easy to use smartphone app We're based in Santa Barbara, California, and you're listening to Women in Tech. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. 